0: with the jailer in Philippi and just to recap they've been singing the roof down all night and there's been an earthquake the dungeons have burst open and the chains fallen off and under Roman law the jailer would have been killed for letting them escape so he's about to commit suicide and Paul has said don't do it and he's replied with the perfect question on his knees the question which you know I wish all my friends would ask me what must I do to be saved And on Friday, Josh spoke about the power of praise, which is what we've just been doing, and following the leading of the Holy Spirit. And thus, what seems like an impossible situation becomes a story of salvation. So what is their response in verse 31? They replied, "'Believe in the Lord Jesus and you will be saved, "'you and your whole household.'" What must I do to be saved? Well, it's very simple. Believe in the Lord Jesus, have faith that he died and he rose again in your heart and confess with your tongue that he is Lord. It's saving grace because of what Jesus has done. Not anything we do, not by work, so that no one can boast, not even Paul. And this is good news of the forgiveness of sins and promise of eternal life, which is what they proclaim in verse 32. They spoke the word of the Lord to him and to all the others in his house. At that hour of the night, the jailer took them and washed their wounds. Then immediately he and all his household were baptised. The jailer brought them into his house and set a meal before them. He was filled with joy because he had come to believe in God, he and his whole household. Salvation has come to this house. And um during lockdown, our sermon series, Restricted But Advancing, went through the book of Philippians. And Acts 16, which we've been reading, is the beginnings of the Philippian church. And it started with Paul, if you remember, having a vision of a man begging him to come. So he goes and he meets Lydia. And then he continues to be obedient, but gets arrested. And then he ends up in prison, and now there's this prison guard. And all of it has been led by the Holy Spirit. And the letter of Philippians, which Paul wrote once again in jail, was written to the elders of the church in Philippi. And I wonder if he wrote it to Lydia and to this old jailer. And when he wrote, he wrote this, I thank my God every time I remember you. In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy. Because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this, that he who began a good work in you will carry it to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. And in this story, we see the response of saving faith. Just like Lydia, the jailer from the first day, partners in the gospel, we see loving service and hospitality. He washes their wounds and sets a meal before them. He is immediately baptised and he responds with joy. Joy is the hallmark of the Christian. Jago spoke about it yesterday. We may not see the Lord Jesus, but we know him in our hearts and we are filled with that glorious and inexpressible joy. And it's regardless of our circumstance. Remember at this point in the story, the jailer, if he was obeying orders, should have locked these guys back up in their cells to avoid death. But he doesn't and instead he takes them home. And he takes them home to share his faith with his whole household in obedience to what Paul has said. So he's responding in faith to the power of the gospel before he even really knows what it is. He believes that grace is sufficient, not just for him, but for his whole family too. He believes in the power of God to save. No wonder Paul remembers the Philippians with joy. And then the end of our story for this morning in verse 35. When it was daylight, the magistrates sent their officers to the jailer with this order, release those men. The jailer told Paul, the magistrates have ordered that you and Silas be released. Now you can leave, go in peace. So we got a complete turnaround of the situation. And we too, just like the jailer and just like Paul, are called to live a life of faith and joy. To be obedient to the Holy Spirit and to partner in the gospel. And actually, when we step out in faith, we shouldn't be surprised if there is spiritual pushback or persecution, but we are called to persevere. And I wonder this morning what God might be asking you to persevere in, to keep on doing the things that we did at first, despite of persecution or pushback and despite of a pandemic persevere, keep praying, keep praising, serve those in need, be hospitable, listen attentively to the word, share your faith, fight for your joy. God is always moving, he is always responsive to our prayers and if he is capable of moving in power in a prison cell then he can do it in a pandemic, he can do it in our schools, in our workplaces, in bus stops and supermarkets and train stations and he can do it in our families and in our households. And there is so much in this passage um, this morning. And when I was praying about it and what I should say, I actually felt really challenged because I read the story of the jailer and I saw not just the miracle of prison break, but the miracle of salvation. Here is a man who has encountered for the gospel for the first time and has been set on fire with love for Jesus. And I just wanted that to be me again you know, desperate for the word of God, even at one o'clock in the morning or whatever it is, knowing that this is the thing that has saved my life. I remember you with joy because of your partnership in the gospel from that very first day right up until now. And it reminded me of that classic Wesley hymn, And Can It Be That I Should Gain? And I'm going to read um, some verses of that hymn as a prayer. And as we began this morning in worship, I'd encourage you now, even though we're muted, to read it with me and let's keep on in that attitude of worship and prayer and read this together, that we would be saying again, Jesus amaze us with your gospel of grace, with the miracle of salvation and set our hearts on fire for you. Um, So let's go. And can it be that I should gain an interest in the Saviour's blood? Died he for me who caused his pain for me? who him to death pursued amazing love how can it be that thou my god shouldst die for me and long my imprisoned spirit lay fast bound in sin and nature's night thine eye diffused a quickening ray i woke the dungeon flamed with light my chains fell off my heart was free i rose went forth and followed thee My chains fell off, my heart was free. I rose, went forth, and followed thee. Amen. Amen. Well, good morning, everyone. The way we pray today on HCC Daily was to worship God. And actually, I was leaving some worship songs with my guitar, classic. But um, I just encourage you today, as as you pray, um, as you've heard the story that Amanda shared of the jailer um, and his whole household being saved, I just encourage you to pray and worship of God and And ask God to teach you what that that means and to help you worship him beyond your circumstance and just worship God for his faithfulness today. You might want to take a psalm and do that. You might want to use some worship music and do that. But I just encourage you today as you pray, pray in worship of God.